This episode of the Global Franchise Podcast is brought to you by CarePlus Franchising, a market leader in healthcare and home care staffing solutions across the UK, Europe and Middle East. With master franchisor and multi-unit territory opportunities available, CarePlus has been built to be sustainable, adaptable, durable and profitable within an ever-evolving industry. For more information, visit careplus.com. Welcome to the Global Franchise Podcast, bringing you insight into the leading franchise brands of today. I'm Kieran McLoon, editor for Global Franchise Magazine. One of the uh, most important initiatives this leadership team has, has done is to embrace the insights and recreate Chuck E. Cheese for a new generation of kids and parents as, as well. And being a multi-generational entertainment destination, there's been iterations throughout the years. You know, we were known as the, the first you know, family dining establishment that had animatronic entertainment and then combined it with arcades. We later had ball pits and sky crawls. Experiential businesses are increasingly popular among today's consumers, with everybody from families to couples to friend groups wanting to spend their money on something bigger than a product or meal. But this is a sector that has been around for decades, and perhaps no brand in the space is more recognisable than Chuck E. Cheese. Founded in 1977, Chuck E. Cheese has made a name for itself with its expansive entertainment venues where families can enjoy a pizza party and play arcade games to their heart's content. But despite its American roots, Chuck E. Cheese is now embarking on international franchise growth with its first European site being announced earlier this year. To learn more about the ongoing growth and development of this iconic US staple, we caught up with David McKillips, CEO of CEC Entertainment, the parent company of both Chuck E. Cheese and Peter Piper Pizza. Having worked at huge brands like SeaWorld and Six Flags, McKillips has been able to utilize his experience and knowledge when helming the ongoing growth of Chuck E. Cheese. If we dive straight into Chuck E. Cheese has had something of a, you know, a real evolutionary period over the past year, including last year, of course, um, filing for and then emerging from bankruptcy. Um, I was curious to begin, David, how would you say that Chuck E. Cheese of 2021 of today differs from how consumers may have known it in previous years? Because it's something of a, an American institution, but you know, that doesn't mean it's not um, susceptible to change. Sure, absolutely. Thanks for asking that question. You know, before we talk about the future, I'd like to talk a little bit about the past because the legacy of this brand is really unbelievable. You know, we've been around since 1977, so for over 44 years, we have been celebrating moments, celebrating birthdays, and hosting over a billion people that have come through the doors of Chuck E. Cheese. We were the first entertainment, and which has transitioned into a family entertainment center platform in the world. And, you know, since then, uh, we have uh, not only hosted billions of families, but we've also been in a place that uh, has expanded quickly, not only through the United States, but really all over the world. Today, CEC Entertainment has over 450 Chuck E. Cheese and over 100 uh, Peter Piper pizza brands. And we're going to focus today really on Chuck E. Cheese, since that's the lion's share of the, uh, the company. Uh, but... You know, as the number one family entertainment company in the world, we're also the, not the largest arcade in the world as well. Over 2 billion gameplays. 
But certainly this last 18 months has been hard on every family entertainment center, every dining establishment, and we've certainly have to pivot through that. What I'm delighted to talk about today is a little bit about our future. And we have several new initiatives that we have put in place to really help our corporate owned stores, as well as our franchisees, not only weather the current storm through the pandemic, but as we recover and as we move forward, there's great opportunities for growth. First, we launched the Four Seasons of Fun. And this is uh, an in-store traffic driving and entertainment driven concept. That's really a premium experience and added value. It helps us move away from more of a discount or just a birthday focused platform to celebrating all seasons, spring, the summer of fun, fall, which is really celebrating uh, October and the Halloween time period, and certainly the holiday time period in December and, and January. Second, we've embraced technology. And this is important for our brand as we look to, uh, to pivot. We're amplifying the fun. We're taking the experience and putting it into the hands of our guests and really adapting and investing in technology, which has been great. And we're leaning in on entertainment, which includes uh, some enhancements we've done to the, the new remodels, we're talking about a light-up dance floor, floor-to-ceiling, uh, digital uh, jumbotrons, and uh, we've got choreographic brand-new music and lights and entertainment, and we're all about our characters. And for the first time ever, we took Chuck E. Cheese and his friends outside of our family entertainment centers, and we put them on tour for a music uh, stage tour, which was just really well-received. Kids and parents loved it. And we also started licensing an entertainment division as well. It's gonna take our characters, not only from the Chuck E. Cheese in-store experience, but we're gonna bring it at home and right in the uh, uh, right in the market, which is really, really exciting. Yeah, well, that all sounds really great. And I'd love to speak with you in a moment, David, about the kind of tech and all the very exciting enhancements for Chuck E. Cheese coming down the line. But if we um, look back on the year that we've just gone through, um, Chuck E. Cheese, like many brands that offered food and beverage, you know, you pivoted so that you could offer off-premise dining, which isn't something as far as I'm aware that Chuck E. Cheese offered uh, at any point prior to the pandemic. This was a totally new evolution for you guys. Um, and I was curious to hear a little about how that process was of introducing uh, those elements amid lockdown, particularly in light of the fact that, as I said, you guys, you know, this isn't something you offered previously. Was that quite a, a seamless transition or was there a lot of um, challenge to that? You know, there was a myriad of challenges that uh, really every family entertainment and restaurant had over the last 12 to 16 months. But I'm super proud of our team and how agile and how they're able to come together. The, the greatest revenue that Chuck E. Cheese realizes comes from our entertainment and that's that's in-store and it's something that's a little hard to replicate at home but i think we successfully did that and the pandemic though allowed us to hunker down to pivot like many other uh, businesses did we partnered with several third-party delivery companies and we created at-home solutions so we were sending home for chuck e cheese we were sending home birthday parties and celebrations toys and games along with our food but what was really innovative for us is that we were one of the first national brands to launch a virtual kitchen. And some call it a ghost kitchen, but it's a virtual kitchen. It's under uh, the name of Pasquale's, which is part of our character set. Uh, our Italian chef is part of uh, Chuck E. Cheese and Friends. And, you know, this is something that we came up with to appeal to a new audience. And it wasn't a stunt or a short-term business venture. It's really purposeful extension. So it's it's really food for a grown-up taste, right? We've got great fresh food that we make every day, uh, fresh pizzas and salads and wings. 
And we wanted another venue and another avenue to appeal to an older audience that are just a little bit more sophisticated in, in, in terms of their palate. And, and uh, it has worked out for us. So we are uh, constantly being recognized as one of the first brands out there from a virtual kitchen perspective. And it's still ongoing today. We just launched a brand new menu. And this is something that we offer all of our franchisees as well as our corporate stores. Right. That's really great to hear that, you know, not only, as you say, was that something that was introduced, but that is going to remain moving forward. Um, You'd mentioned, of course, all the the tech updates. And I know that um, currently with Chuck E. Cheese, you're remodeling, remodeling rather, a lot of the locations across the states. Sure. With consideration for things, as you mentioned, like digital screens and a general tech update. Um, My question for you, David, is how important has it been during that remodeling process to maintain the look and feel of Chuck E. Cheese, which people have become accustomed to, while also making it an appealing brand for a new generation of kids who are no doubt much more tech savvy than even their parents were back in the day? One of, one of the um, most important initiatives this leadership team has, has done is to embrace the insights and recreate Chuck E. Cheese for a new generation of kids and parents as, as well. And being a multi-generational entertainment destination, there's been iterations throughout the years. You know, we were known as the, the first... Uh, you know, family dining establishment that had animatronic entertainment and then combined it with arcades. We later had ball pits and sky crawls. And as the evolution has changed in terms of the desire of entertainment, we've had to change as well. So we have a brand new remodel program that has uh, really embraced the technological enhancements that are, are being desired by our parents and our kids. Simple things of making sure that we have Wi-Fi in, in every single one of our locations tabletop charging stations, self-serve kiosks that uh, can allow us to uh, to sell one of our, our play pass and e-cards that you can buy, you can pause, and then you can re-up your gameplay. And we were the first arcade to have an all-you-can-play pa- platform, which was, which was great. We're going to be rolling out uh, food delivery to your table. And we have also redone our, our counter uh, tops for our merchandise and for our food sales digital, digital menu screens and every single one of them. Uh, as well. And then what we're really excited about this year is putting the experience into the hands of our guests. We launched the brand new Chuck E. Cheese app uh, in May. And in a short time, in just a few months, we have uh, nearly 800,000 downloads. And we invited them with the launch of a brand new loyalty club. We have over 650,000 signups already for this loyalty club. And the the app is, is very useful. You can find your local location. You can uh, earn and redeem your offers. You can order your food ahead of time. And uh, that reward program is going to uh, give you great rewards, food and merchandise and gameplay. So you can really enjoy your experience time after time after your visit. The clock is now ticking, counting down to the Global Franchise Awards 2022. If you'd like to nominate your industry-leading brand to be in with the chance of taking home the industry's most coveted trophy, then make sure you enter before the deadline of January 20th, 2022. For more information and to enter today, head over to globalfranchisemagazine.com forward slash awards. Yeah, those um, download numbers really speak for themselves, but in terms of the actual remodel, how has that kind of been received by customers at those locations that have already undergone an update? Very well. The company did a great job Uh, investing and testing over the last several years of exactly what uh, our guests are going to want and desire. And we landed on a concept that embraces technology with light-up interactive dance floors, floor-to-ceiling media walls. We're embracing entertainment. 
We have over 100 locations right now that are remodeled. This year, our brand new, what we're calling our 2.0 uh, version, uh, will have 30 that are going to be built in 2021 and then over 100 in 2022 and thereafter as well. So the insights have been great. Generally, you're looking at about a 20% return when we're looking at a remodel of this magnitude. And we have a store, what we call a signature store, right outside of Tampa, Florida, that we remodel that's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, we're seeing double-digit increase uh, compared to uh, the other locations in, uh, in the trade area. So financially, it's a win. From an insights perspective, it's a win. Kids love it. Parents love it. And certainly our operators love it as well. Well, that all sounds like a very positive shift, which is really great to hear. Um, if we could talk a little more, David, about the franchising side of things. Um, you mentioned up top, of course, that as well as being in the US, Chuck E. Cheese has a, an international presence. And um, there was news recently of you announced plans to launch in Europe this year with the first site in Romania. Um, why was Romania chosen as that first point of penetration for the continent? And I suppose secondary to that, um, what does your strategy look like for developing the rest of Europe in the coming years? Yeah, we're very interested in penetrating all of Europe. We had an opportunity with a, with a great partner uh, to introduce the brand in Eastern Europe. And this is just one of the many areas that, you know, we're looking to bring the Chuck E. Cheese brand. We're looking for areas that don't have a lot of entertainment options that we can bring a very unique brand to a particular territory. So not only Eastern Europe is a highly attractive to us to enter, we're going to start with Romania. But we're also searching for master franchisors across Europe, Asia, and South America. So we're really having a lot of dialogue right now and interest in, in uh, entering China, Southeast Asia, Russia, Turkey, Brazil, and even the Philippines. Right. Okay. And when you first came to Chuck E. Cheese, David, you, of course, had a lot of experience in this kind of experiential space. You'd worked at places like SeaWorld and Six Flags. Um, what are you looking for with those multi-unit and master franchise partners in Europe? Do you hope that they have that similar experience? Or there are, are there other traits and kind of you know career trajectories that you think will work particularly well for them? Well, it's, it's all about great people, and it starts and ends there. You know, throughout uh, 25 years in the entertainment space, there's a there's a particular DNA and passion that a franchisee or an operator has for the love of the business. And you know, we're looking for uh, partners that that really understand the Chuck E. Cheese DNA and what we bring to entertainment kids and families, and uh, and understand how to embrace entertainment and fuse it with food and beverage merchandise and help celebrate those moments. So there's a couple of things we're looking for specifically to really maintain our brand's reputation. And we're looking for a resident uh, of a particular country or territory that, that understands the local regulations, the real estate, the local cultures. We're looking for the passion for the brand, the commitment, the drive to succeed. Excellent leadership skills are very important. You know, you're managing a team that's that at the end of the day is, is, is managing a very highly experiential uh, uh, experience, right? So we, we want to make sure that we're doing that. Certainly capital to grow is, in, is important. And any franchisee that we're talking to right now needs to understand the business of or have experience of running uh, multi-unit restaurants, arcades, theme parks, um, and really understand that, that local culture because we do have the flexibility at the Chuck E. Cheese brand to localize to make sure we're delivering on a great entertainment experience in the local market. So we're having a lot of those great uh, discussions right now. 
we're really looking for master franchisees in these big locations to come in to help us develop you know, these, these, these new countries. And we think there could be over 1,500 Chuck E. Cheese locations around the world. Right. Well, very excited to see more of those stories coming out of those conversations. And um, my final question for you, David, is, as I mentioned, you know, you've kind of had a lot of experience at brands like SeaWorld and Six Flags. Um, I was curious to hear what kind of uh, lessons you've learned over the course of your career at these big experiential driven brands that have been instrumental in your leadership style at uh, CEC Entertainment. Well, uh, that's a great question. And what I mentioned before, it's, it's all about the people. Right, they're at the heart of everything we do. You got to hire the right talent who wants to be a part of that experience and enjoy celebrating the memories and uh, with kids and, and families. Every decision, campaign, or effort, it's got to revolve around the guest experience. And you know, as I always mention to our team, uh, how do we make decisions and look at through the eyes of a five-year-old? Right, that's our core customer: kids and and families. How do we look at the experience through our guests' eyes? Resilience is fundamental, especially in today's times. You know, in the bad times, the good times, this is a brand that has sustained over four decades and we have seen downturns in the economy. We've been in part of great growing economies as well. It is resilient because parents always wanna celebrate their kids' birthdays, the special memories. So it is something that we wanna to work with, uh, with a partner. And at the end of the day, you gotta love what you do, right? So when we're talking to franchisees and franchise partners, I want to make sure that they they have a passion for the business. And we've seen tremendous success over the last year, even during the pandemic. We've opened four new locations this year. We have five more planned. We have new territories that we're opening. Bahrain is going to be opening here in just a, just two weeks, a brand new territory for us. And uh, as I mentioned before, we're actively searching for master franchisors across the globe, China, Russia, Philippines, Turkey, Brazil, and we have great flexible layouts and will work to localize the experience and really work with any franchise partners around the world. So it's a great opportunity and we're, we're excited to meet some new folks. Yeah, it certainly sounds like the, the future's bright for Chuck E. Cheese. Well, thank you very much for joining us, David. It's been really interesting speaking with you and uh, looking forward to seeing what's next from you guys over the coming years. Thank you very much. And I look forward to inviting you to the United States or any one of our 80 locations around the world to have your first Chuck E. Cheese experience. Absolutely. Thanks, David. David's recounting of the previous year or so highlights just how far Chuck E. Cheese has come in such a short space of time. Not only has the brand doubled down on international expansion with its recent news of a European launch, but the internal evolution and remodeling of existing locations positions the brand as a truly modern competitor in the experiential franchising space. David hit home a point that any self-respecting franchise leader would no doubt agree with, in that ultimately, success comes down to people. Choosing the right members of your development team is crucial, but keeping the end consumer in mind with every decision also allows a brand like Chuck E. Cheese to maintain a sense of momentum. We'd be keen to hear your thoughts on this. What have been some of the most important lessons from your franchising career? Make sure to let us know. If you like the podcast, subscribe and recommend it to your friends and colleagues. Or even better, leave a review or a simple rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your pods. To keep up to date with franchise news and have it put into context by the global franchise experts, subscribe to the magazine, hit us up at globalfranchisemagazine.com and follow us on Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn today.